The Money Show. Consumer Ninja. Hello, Consumer Ninja. Wendy Nola, how are you? Hello, Ray. I'm just fine. Good to be with you. Good to have you with. All right, talking about those horrible things called debit order dates. And it happens Uh sometimes, doesn't it? Somebody goes and changes that debit order date for whatever reason, and then you've got a problem. What have you encountered? Okay, so so Bruce and I have spoken about this a few times. It drives consumers bonkers, as you've said. It often happens around uh, Christmas, obviously, because um, the banks and other service providers and credit providers know that many of us, not all of us, that's a problem, get paid early in December, and they don't want to have to wait till the debit order date that we have mandated in our contracts with them, so the 25th or the 1st or whatever, they don't want to take the chance that by the time that date rolls around in December or 1st of Jan that we will have had such a lovely December that we don't have (laughs) enough funds for them and their debit orders anymore. So they do that. But and, And can they do it? Yes, they can. If they have a clause in the in the contract that states they can, um, and most of them do, of course, and in fact, a lot of them make it beyond. The, you know, they can just do it in December. It will mm. say, you know, we can do it on other days. Uh, for example, when the contract date for the debit order falls on a public holiday, such as Workers' Day, May one yes. coming up, right? And and May one is complicated because it's a Sunday, which means that the Monday is a public holiday. And they don't want to wait, many of these companies, until the second to do the debit order. And that's the thing, Ray. I mean, why not? Mm. Why do they always have to bring it earlier? You know, can they yeah. not? Because so so what prompted me looking at this case was a Mr. Corsi who wrote to me last week to say, I have an agreement with Web, Web Africa for a debit order running on the first of each month. And they sent me an e- they sent me an email last week to say that they will debit me on the 27th. I think that's today. I think he meant the 28th. In fact, he did yeah. mean the 28th because today's a public holiday, as we know, even though some of us are working here, right? And <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> so he says, I reached out to them to say, rather run it after the first and not before because I only get paid on the last day of the month regardless of whether it's a weekend or public holiday or not but they will not budge I did explain to them that it will return unpaid and that I will then face a penalty of 180 rand from my bank as well as mess up my credit record please advise if this is within their rights well I did try I wanted to know because I know from dealing with these cases in the past that in the bank's case if it's if they unilaterally decide to debit early and that and their client as a result um, doesn't have enough funds in their account because they were expecting it to go off on the normal date, then they will waive all penalty fees. But this is now another company. This is not a bank. This is a, a, a you know a, sure. a technology service provider. So I tried. That became the second issue. <laughs> right? I then oh, tried no. to. Engage with Web Africa. I don't know if you've ever tried to do this as a journalist. Maybe I've just become deficient mm. in my in my ability to contact with corporates in my it's a dotage. Process. But really, mm. um, yeah. yeah so um, I emailed. <laughs> I did. And? I sent an email, uh, an address that I once used, um, asking just that if they would credit Mister Corsi's account in the amount of 180 rand, if he could provide them with proof that his bank levied this penalty for insufficient funds on the 28th. Yeah. Um, so I got a response which said um, that this is an automated response. You cannot oh. respond. Um, it actually said, 
oh no, please note that this is an unmanned mailbox and no longer in use. And how's this for patronizing, Ray? Yeah. Emails are so yesteryear. We have oh. decided to spruce up our service by switching to WhatsApp live oh. chat. Oh, my word. And, you know, I, I don't like that WhatsApp live chat. Chats. I want a human being. I want my email. I want it the way it was. Thank you, because I don't. I, maybe that suits them. I don't know if the people that have done this, and it's, it's a lot of companies have actually tried to engage with their own company as an outsider. Maybe they should. Sometimes it works. I had an engagement with um, Renault South Africa and live chat, and the guy came to me within seconds and gave me the information that I wanted, and I, it was brilliant. So it can work, but there needs to be a human component. So um, – I tried the live chat thing. I still didn't get to exchange with a human. I did get an email generated as a resolve, result, which said, also cut and paste, terribly sorry about this experience. Um, they do not respect our reflect our brand ethics. Sincerely apologize for the frustration caused to you. You do deserve a smooth, uncomplicated service. We're constantly trying to improve our service delivery. And then... <laughs> Please be advised the email ticket will be closed. Do not reply. I'm friendly. <laughs> so, wow. so then okay. I tried to engage with the Twitter response team. I said, please DM me the name mm. and email address of the person mandated to deal with media queries. Yeah. So I got a generic email address and response. I used it and 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 in response to that I got we've noticed that you have replied to a ticket that is already closed. Oh, guys, I really guys, do wish guys. I was making this up. Guys. Yeah. Oh and then word. in response to that, <laughs> a chap yeah. called Peter, it really does get better, commented on my post saying, you know, can I please have a real person saying um, to me, yeah. it looks like you've gone from a chat bot to a Twitter bot response. It's quite frustrating <laughs> when you just want to deal with a real person. Yes. And then, <laughs> and wait for it, Web Africa's Twitter account responded to him by saying, hello, Peter, we're sorry for any incontinence. We've caused you. Please know, incontinence, please know that we want to help with whatever issue you are facing. Kindly send us your customer code and query so that we can assist you further. Fail oh upon word. fail upon fail. He wasn't a customer. He was just cost yes. commenting on the fact that I wasn't able to get to a human. Oh, wow. It was terribly exhausting. Um, so I did try the email address that the, the Twitter account urged me to to try and I got unfortunately this ticket cannot be reopened. You can however create a new ticket and include this ticket ID as a reference. Wow, <sighs> what indeed. I can tell you is the, the only thing I can give you that comes close to a response to the issue around um, the early debits was yeah. an auto response that I got saying um, we will be processing our debit orders for May earlier than usual. Debit orders yeah. will be processed on the 28th of April. This only affects our clients who have debit orders set as the primary payment method. Sure. Uh, why are we doing this as the 27th of April is a public holiday and the 1st of May falls on a Sunday? Um, and therefore, Monday is the observed holiday. These are non-banking days and we're unable to process debit orders on these days. Our debit order mandates make provision for processing debit orders on different days in these cases. Yes, but as we've said, it doesn't stop you from doing it the day after. Why do you have to do it the day before? Well, exactly, and then inconvenience exactly. a whole lot of people. So, you know, why not process on the 2nd of May? Yeah. Or 3rd of May, whatever. 
can a person can a person dispute this and say my credit record has now been affected? Can you go to those TransUnion or somebody else to say you know this actually really wasn't my fault? I dispute this because in a situation like this, it, it's kind of impossible. It's just impossible. He couldn't make any money come into his account enough to cover his debit order um, on the 28th because he only gets paid on the 1st. Um, a lot of people, you know, skate very close, you know, to – they don't have a lot of fat in their account um, right two days before payday. Um, you know, <laughs> there's a lot going on uh, in this country with expenses. So I would certainly say um, that – I would like to, I would definitely encourage him to do that. I mean, as, a, as I've outlined, I've had no um, success sure. in dealing with the company directly about this, but certainly you would, you have a valid complaint um, with TransUnion about any um, adverses on your credit record. As for the 180 Rand that he knows he's going to have as a penalty, well, Yes, definitely an argument to say, I told you I wasn't going to have money. My contract says the first. I would have had money in my, on the first to meet this or on the you know second or yeah. whenever you wanted to do it. You chose to do this. But coming back to the other, the second issue then, Ray, how does he actually engage with them? Well, that, Beyond the point, how do you have an engagement? Sometimes they get it right. For some reason, numbers are on Google. And I've heard of this. People will go and find the, the CEO's number, and then they will go, hi, Mr. Whatever, whatever, and they'll deal with it that way. And perhaps they'll throw you the, the, your name into the whole equation as well, and they'll get it right, because people are getting to be frustrated, aren't they? Absolutely. And I think, for me, ultimately, the story became as I was trying and trying and trying to make contact and as the the bot responses, the automation, we got more and more bizarre. I just thought, you know, technology is wonderful. It enables a lot of great stuff. Um, but technology can never – outsourcing your entire customer service and general engagement with the public uh, to technology in this way where you can't have a human interaction is absolutely diabolical. It serves nobody um, in the end. And yes, I mean, email accounts are so yesterday. What rubbish. If you can't is, yeah. replace them with something workable, uh, if you can't if you can't get rid of email accounts and call centers mm. and the real humans that, that man them uh, or staff them and, and call them, you know, relegate them to history and replace them with something which might work for you because it's putting distance between you and your complaining mm -hmm. customers. But really, um, so I'm going to turn this into one of my missions, Ray. I'm going to be yeah. testing um, the responses of various customers, the technology-based ones, um, and and rating yeah. them and seeing how they're doing. Because I, I, as I say, the, the, the Renault South African one was good. I've had experience with Vodacom recently, um, yeah. Dyer, with these live chats. You know, they just don't come back to yeah. you. And they, they, they bop. They, they terminate you after three minutes or something. Um, no, they need to do yeah. better. So, yeah, that's, that's, I've sent me down a really good rabbit hole, Ray. Um, no, I think it's a great yes. one to go down. No, I think it really is because we're getting frustrated as consumers. This happens again and again. Or, Wendy, you will phone them and you go through nine options before you get to the option yep. that you want. And then you'll go to a bot and then that's it. We need to think more carefully Thank about you. this. I really think we need to. <laughs> Well said. Well said. To be continued. To be continued. Wendy Nola, our consumer ninja, always lovely chatting to you on Cape Talk and seven o two.